What's up, my fellow history nerds, and welcome back to Adult History. As always, I am super excited to share my love of history in a new and exciting way. This podcast is going to cover a few of the things you've learned in history class, but a lot of the things you didn't. I'm Christiane, and this is Adult History. In this evening's episode, I'm going to teach you about Ching Shi and the Red Flag Fleet of Pirates. Seemingly invincible, Ching Shi ruled with an iron fist and took whatever she wanted. But before we start, let's get our drink on. Our historically themed cocktail for this evening is called an Angry Pirate, and the recipe comes from the tipsy bartender. Now let's make this drink. As always, you'll need ice. Fill a glass and your cocktail shaker with ice. Combined one ounce of peach schnapps, one ounce of coconut rum, one ounce of melon liqueur, and two ounces of pineapple juice in your mixer. Shake gently to combine, strain into an ice-filled glass, and top the glass with the lemon-lime soda. Enjoy! So you've heard of Blackbeard, and maybe even Captain Kidd, but I bet most of you didn't know that the most successful pirate was actually a woman. Often referred to as the Pirate Queen, Ching Shi ruled the Asian seas during the early 1800s. Even the most formidable force was no match for her army of pirates and their fleet of thousands of ships. Born in China in the year 1775, not much is known about Ching Shi's early life. What we do know is that she spent her young adulthood as a prostitute on a floating brothel. During her times as a prostitute, Chang I, who was the fierce leader of the Red Flag Fleet of Pirates, happened upon her during one of his visits to this brothel. He was immediately taken with her beauty and couldn't get the thought of her out of his head. Chang returned many times to the brothel to see Ching Shi, and eventually the two fell in love, and they started a real romance. It is said that Chang was taken with Ching Shi's reputation as a powerful businesswoman during her times as a prostitute. She would use secrets she uncovered about high-profile clients to gain power over these men. And these skills would go on to serve her greatly when Ching herself became a pirate. They would be married in 1801, and as a stipulation to their marriage, Ching Shi demanded equal control over the pirates of the Red Flag Fleet. However, just six years into their marriage, Cheng I would die at the young age of 42. This left Ching Shi in a vulnerable position because Cheng had actually adopted a son and heir named Cheng Po Tsai. Now, Cheng Po was not just Cheng's son, but it turns out he was also his lover. Apparently during these times in China, it was not uncommon to adopt an adult to establish an heir and tie that person to your family. This all just sounds like a crazy soap opera, but trust me, the saga only continues to become more interesting as this lesson continues. So what's a girl to do? Your husband is dead, and now his son-slash-lover stands in line to become his heir? 
Ching Shi had no intentions of losing her control of the red flag fleet to this man and decided to start up her own romance with her husband's lover. After marrying Cheng Po Tsai, just a few weeks after her husband's death, she made her way back to power and control of the fleet. Let's take a quick break. Now back to the lesson. So we've all heard of the rule that pirates didn't want women on their ships because they brought bad luck. Well, I guess that was more of a common thing in the Caribbean. However, in Asia, it wasn't a big issue to have women on board, and often that was the case. One man who had been taken captive in 1809 estimated that in the Red Flag Fleet under command of Ching Shi, there were 80,000 pirates and some 1,000 large junk ships and 800 smaller junk ships and rowboats. A junk ship is a type of Chinese sailing ship with fully battened sails. Their image is very distinguishable, and if you were to see one, you would recognize it. During the same time period, the famous Blackbeard only had four ships under his command and a measly 300 pirates by comparison. The enormity and power of the Red Flag Fleet and Ching Shi at the helm could not be denied. She was the terror of the South China Seas, but she also implemented very strict codes and rules to be upheld by her pirates. Anything looted had to be presented to Ching Shi before being dispersed. The ship that captured it would get 20% of the spoils, while the rest would go into a collective fund for the entire fleet. And any pirates not reporting loot would be beheaded on the spot, so do not, I repeat, do not steal from the pirate queen. Ching Shi also had strict rules about captives as well. This especially went for females who were captured. A man raping a female captive would be put to death, and in an even weirder turn, a female captive who consensually had sex with a pirate, well, that ended in both of their executions. But she did allow her pirates to marry their female captive as long as they remained faithful. Isn't that just sweet of her? And any deserter would be hunted down, and their ears would be cut off, and they would be paraded around the fleet. Other punishments included flogging, which is when an offender is hit repeatedly with whips or sticks, quartering or tying each limb of the offender to different horses and then having them run in different directions, essentially ripping them to pieces, and clapping the offender in irons or basically chaining them up in prison, which actually sounds like a holiday compared to the other two punishments, so follow the pirate code or face the horrific consequences. Let's pause for a break. Now back to the lesson. As the lead of her fleet, Ching Shi dominated the coastal villages and made some villages pay taxes. According to Robert Antony, a professor at a university in China, their fleet robbed towns, markets, and villages from Macau to Canton. In one coastal village, the Sanshun village, they beheaded 80 men and abducted their women and children and held them for ransom until they were sold into slavery. And in 1808, the Chinese government tried to put an end to Ching Shi and the Red Flag Fleet, but Ching Shi ended up capturing and pillaging all of their ships, which left the government with only fishing boats to use in battle. Even other pirate fleets were no match for Ching Shi. She defeated everyone going up against her, including bounty hunters from Portugal and Britain. It seemed as though nothing could stop her, but the Portuguese Navy finally was able to make a dent in the Red Flag Fleet in 1809, and this caused multiple losses for Ching Shi. After realizing her time as a pirate was most likely coming to an end, she decided to negotiate with the Chinese government, who was offering amnesty to any pirate who surrendered. 
However, her surrender came with a long list of demands. She required many of her pirates to be given government positions. She demanded the Chinese government recognize her marriage to Chen Po, regardless of their laws about a widow remarrying. And she also requested that Chen was able to retain 120 ships to use in the salt trade. And guess what? The Chinese government met all of her demands. Ching Shi and Sheng would go on to have a son and a daughter, but Sheng would die at sea in 1822. Following Sheng's death, Ching Shi moved the children with her to a village where she opened up a gambling shop and she also participated in the salt trade there. In later years, Ching Shi even advised the Chinese in the First Opium War against the British Army. She lived a long life and died in her home at the age of 69. So, even though we mostly hear about the famous male pirates of the Caribbean, it's easy to see why Ching Shi was actually the most successful pirate in history. I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. You can even see a character based on Ching Shi in the 2007 Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Next week's lesson will be about life at Valley Forge and one of the most deadly winters of the Revolutionary War. And if you would like to see a picture of Ching Shi, head on over to our Facebook. Today's lesson was written and edited by Christiane, and all music for this podcast was created by Corey Miller. You can also find today's lesson sources on our Facebook page, at Adult History. 